April 2, 2021. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Watford Pedro Show, happy Friday. Good Friday. I don't know why they call it that. The guy got killed. <laughs> but uh, we started off with uh, Greensleeves, John Coltrane, live, Village Vanguard. Don the Tiger after that. Nueva Danza Galanesia. As I destroy another language people. I'm so sorry, Lo Siento. Uh, ah, you can hear. I'm not totally man alone. Brother Matt's in the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point a couple miles because we're still in quarantine mode. Although they opened up for viejos, huh? We can get 50 years old now from 65, the vaccination shots. But uh, through the those uh, software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention, I'm very honored to have with me uh, Don the Tiger, Adriana de Afonso. Welcome aboard, Adrian. Hello. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah. And also, we got to give thanks to Andrea Berlin, drummer man, beautiful musician. He made the connect, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Let, let, let's talk about your music uh, journey. Adrian, okay. uh, please, uh, your earliest music memory. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, I think when I went when I was at my mom's belly, I was listening to Leonard Cohen <laughs> continuously. So that I think that pretty soaked into me pretty early. And then, uh, yeah, she worked at a Mediatek, which was a place where they had books and records and so on. And when I was a little kid, I remember I have a very vivid memory of me listening to to vinyls there I was like just put them putting them to, to listen to them because I liked the covers and I remember when I would first listen to John Coulter in there actually oh really yeah yeah I remember that the day she gave me like some or I right I saw some just judge records a bunch of judge records maybe she had to put some order to that and then I, I took like this the village Bangladesh concert Wow. And I think, there, yeah, there, there was also uh, Beaches Brew from Mass Davis. Mass and I Davis. remember I listened to, to all of them. And I didn't like a, at all Beaches Brew, but I loved the the, the Coltrane record. That was a very good first <laughs> Well, Beaches Brew is trying to... Uh, Bitches Brew is kind of uh, going towards fusion. Maybe <laughs> you like this this fusion thing. Yeah. Although they're the base, one of the cool. base players, Michael Henderson, I re I really liked. Uh, Adrian, where was this? What town? That was that was uh, in uh, in Barcelona, in Spain. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was I was uh, I, I was born in La Coruña, in Galicia, in the other side of Spain. Sure. But uh, my my family moved like uh, when I was like eleven, twelve, and yeah, I remember like uh, yeah, going to school and going always to this mediatek where my mother used to work and listening to a lot of things. Then also we used to cross the the Iberian Peninsula, like from Barcelona to Galicia, yeah. many times by car, you know. Um, and we listened to a lot of tapes that my mother made, like with all this music she she worked with, and that was a bunch of mixed stuff, like from very poppy things, from Terence Friend Arby or Tears for Fear to I don't know Joy Division, Violent Fans stuff like that. Yeah. 
so she so she I, would I, she I, would make her own uh, like mixtapes cassettes. Exactly, exactly. She she did very good ones, <laughs> and uh, so I think that was all of my first musical memories come from her, basically. Yeah, because great. There was no 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 musical instruments at my place. No people playing music, any music, you know, except maybe my my father's ocarina, this kind of little flute. That yeah, yeah, a diatonic kind of flute. Yeah. What, what, exactly. What, what, can, exactly. Adrian, can I ask you about school? Did you do any music in uh, grade school, high school? Uh, no, not at all, not at all. I'm, I'm just uh, you can say that I didn't learn. I don't know how to read music or anything like this. No, no. But you, you end up on the guitar. How did that happen? I ended up on the guitar. Yeah, well, that was a present from my father uh, at the age of. 13, I guess, but but before that, I was um, already doing experiments with tapes in my in my in my little room. I remember like dubbing tapes and using different speeds, and uh, also then I uh, he he bought me this guitar and and, and a little cranky amp, <laughs> and so I made music with feedback and with. Uh, with some headphones also. I used headphones as a, as a sound source, like uh, also, I remember that. So I had a lot of, I did a lot of uh, tape experiments at the time, but I didn't go into guitar playing, like properly playing till a bit later, like 15 or something like this. You know? So you're telling me you learned to play the tape recorder before you learned to play the guitar. Exactly, and I had a guitar, so I could, <laughs> Yeah, it was just I was more interested in playing like uh, playing it like a sound source. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about those procedures when I was a kid, but I, it immediately appealed to me like the amplification and the electricity of, of all this. You know? What what about what about like you say the guitar is a sound source? What about field recordings? Did you get into that? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I was recording everything, but I didn't go outside of my room. So um, the field recordings were like in corners of my bed or whatever, and uh, with these headphones, you know, like what I was recording through headphones, not through mics. Yeah, yeah. So I everything understand. was a bit more uh, compressed, I guess, or I don't know. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, people. Uh, let, let me tell the listeners. Basically, a speaker and a microphone are the same things. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. They got a diaphragm, and that diaphragm, when it vibrates, creates electrical signal. So you can go one way by feeding the diaphragm signal, and then it becomes a speaker, or you can have it capture sounds and turn the vibrations into signals. So the, he Adrian was using the headphones for like microphones. You know, I, there there was a older days a, a trick in the studio with bass amps where they used a ba a speaker. For a microphone on the bass, so it'd have a huge diaphragm. I think uh, some of the Beatle uh, record, Paul McCartney did this. Well, so, so your whole thing was about recording. It wasn't really performances, right? It was about recording, actually. Yeah, I was playing inside of my room for many years, um, doing these experiments. I have a bunch of these tapes, and I still 
use these tapes for uh, creating music because most of my sounds uh, come from all material I have. So maybe I just bump into one of these tapes and I just sample a little bit. Um, ah, so but, in a way you got like a library. Yeah, I have like a library which keeps on growing and it's just fed up, fed, fed by, by, by the, the, by, by what happened, you know, by, by these uh, tapes, by concerts I did, uh, by all the records I didn't finish, such stuff like that. So everything goes back and it's like a never ending uh, feedback of uh, my own uh, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, uh, like a big, uh, yeah, loop. Uh, cycle, yeah, 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 yeah. A debris loop. And, um, but then uh, I remember at the age of, sorry, the age of 17 or something like this, 18 maybe, some friends of mine came to my place and they had a band I, I really loved, which uh, was called Veracruz. Uh, they played in Barcelona and they were like a trio, like uh, a little bit post-punk, but mixed with more cramps or big happening uh, rock and roll, this kind of thing. And I really liked the, the edginess and so on. And they came to a party uh, at my place and they asked me about these tapes and I said, I'm, I'm just recording shit. And they asked me to just... Uh, play with them or try something. Actually, I, I began with them, but not playing the guitar, but uh, just uh, shouting at a corner of the, of the stage. So like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but but you, this is the first band you joined. Yeah, that, that was the first band. I was like 17, 18, I don't remember. I was a bit old already. I made a lot of music on my place before that. And, uh, and then I switched to guitar in that band. Yeah, and then I, I started singing and playing guitar at the same time, and then yeah, it uh, it became my main project, and then after that just came a lot of other different projects, just more experimental, I guess. Right. Yeah. I want I want to play here a uh, primer portiado porteador. Exactly. <laughs>
lot from Pedro Show. Don the Tiger, Premier Porteador. Then uh, Arubu Avoa, which is, uh, yeah, Victor, another buddy of Patel Andreas uh, that uh, I had on a couple weeks ago. Uh, Novora Catramos, he's living uh, back in Portugal now. Uh, Chris Gregory after that, Raven Calls, Tobacco for the Queen, Bomas Prendon, Something Wrong Upstairs, Hands Right, and Remember. Torso Corso from the High Five Club with Eugene Chadbourne. Dale Crover with Untrue Crime. And Don the Tiger with Domingos de Palafrugo. Frugel. Fuck. Sorry. So, exactly. <laughs> so what, when, when, what, this Don the Tiger name. What well, so, Don the Tiger came up. I mean, in parallel of these bands, like when I was playing, I think I was playing at that this band called Bestia Ferida with uh, with a drummer friend of mine, Arnaud Sala, and then uh, Mark Cunningham from Mars, the No Wave band. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. And he he moved to Barcelona. That's right. Betunizer. I I've I've had some guests on the show that have played with him. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That, yeah, yeah, he was. He, he still lives in Barcelona. Well, now he lives outside of Barcelona because it's cheaper. <laughs> uh, but we, yeah, we had a band together, and I think a bit before that, I was just playing these songs that didn't fit uh, in, in none of these bands. You no, know? uh, I decided. I mean, it felt natural just taking my page and my things, and just I don't know. Let's try this alone solo. So, Don the Tiger is a bit like. Uh, in fact, it is. It's just. Uh, it, it, it's like myself. Like it's music uh, which evolves like myself. It grows like myself. So it can take everything. Now, right, right now, I release two records, and um, one of them is more about uh, tango and mixed with somehow industrial electronic music or. Uh, Field recording stuff like that, and the next one is more folks like in a mix of bolero or mm, concrete music uh, or like uh, soundtrack music. So every time it's evolving, you know. And yeah, then, Don, Don the Tiger is not and, tied to any kind of genre. No, not at all. <laughs> Don the Tiger is mean, more. I, I, it's, uh, Don the Tiger. Tell me if I'm correct, but Don the Tiger is more like an alter ego for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And what I, what I, what I always, I mean, it always um, um, surprises me that it, it, it's evolving as I am. You know, it's like uh, when I'm uh, listening to something, then it comes inside of the music naturally, and it's not just that uh, appropriation or anything like this. Just that it grows like that. So, ah, like a reflection of what's okay. going on in your life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then uh, also the music becomes more focused or unfocused depending on how I'm living and where I'm living, with whom I'm living, I'm living you know. So, yeah, it's just this. But it's a really open-minded space uh, where it's just, I just do whatever I want and uh, I try to, to create music that I that uh, I miss, 
in the outside world, you know, that I want to listen to, but doesn't exist. So, yeah. You have to make it be so. Can, can you remember the first Don the Tiger performance? Uh, not at all, but uh, I remember one of the first ones, and I was playing a bass. Uh, on, like, uh, I never played bass before, but one of the... <laughs> One of the one of the guys playing after me had a, a, a like a kind of a destroyed bass, and I said, "Can I use it for the performance?" And I just put it on on a table, and I made sounds. I mean, like I made when I was a kid with my guitar. Basically, I just uh, used it as a sound source. And uh, I remember just talking a lot, not talking, but using the voice a lot and using the bass also, like. Uh, like a monolithic uh, rhythm machine. It was pretty fun. So the bass, let me get this right. The bass is sitting on a table. And it's, yeah, it's sitting on a And it's plugged into an amplifier. And what, you're just letting the strings vibrate? Yeah, yeah. I was playing very loud at that, at that uh, era. <laughs> and uh, that concert was not an exception. And, and then, yeah. It was vibrating all over, so I was just stopping it and putting some chunks of stuff on on top of it. I guess uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but that it wasn't the first gig, but it was one of the first gigs. Okay, okay. So what, what what I'm guessing is the average Don the Tiger gig is not like the last one. Uh, now it's different. Now, I mean, that in the beginning, I was just going full improvisation, like uh, it was different every day. Uh, right now, for the last album, at least, I was playing with a with a drummer called Andy Stetcher, uh, also a very good friend of Andrea Belsi. Sure. And uh, and we were doing more or less the same set of songs, but uh, it was, I mean. We're we're all always playing with the space, and we're trying to, you know, to uh, to scatter our elements like the the drum kit, the the keyboards, uh, the tape machines. We have a lot of stuff on top, like a synthesizer, like contact mics, and everything. We we just scatter it around. Like if it's a big place, then we just we we can just throw it like two meters away, and we like to play with. Uh, I like to play with obstacles between between myself and uh, the instrument I play. I don't I don't, I don't want to have it uh, easy or comfortable, uh, like in a comfortable position. So I just do the same every night. You know? I like uh, having this kind of uh, impredictability, you know, like that. You put obstacles in between the instruments you're trying to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like having a, this kind of not not so comfortable position, sure, so sure, I can help you know, play in different ways. And you know, it's always accidents that happen, and I, I really like uh, embracing accidents. Right, right. You want to be in the moment, and if uh, maybe if things are always the same and predictable, you end up sleepwalking, cruise control. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the thing is that some of the people of the music we are playing has like um, some uh, some some background music recorded. So 
just to avoid this kind of uh, always the same feeling, you know, like uh, we like to break it this way. Yeah, we, what would he say here? Mix it up or break it up. Break it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at the end of the first hour, uh, April 2nd, 2021, edition Watt Pedro Show. Special guest, Adrian DeLafonso. Hold tight for our, our two. April 2nd, yeah. 2021. That's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
time when you got on, when you got on, when you got down. Must have been days and days when the world belonged to you. Days and days when it was all about you too. Days and days, show me yours, I'll show you mine. Days and days, oh, won't you be my Valentine? the fact without all that we'd never have been had I might have been an accident I might have been a plan but I'm here thanks to the handy pants of that young woman and her man back in the days of days can you meet me at the church days of days please don't leave me in the lurch days of days Summer sports, days and days. Oh God, I love you in those shorts.
is just a working title. This is just a working title.
shall I be, willow tree, willow tree? Tell me, when shall I be free?
se marchó Well, for Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Don the Tiger, Rizango and El Guadual, Guadual, Guadual. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> ben Salter after that. Get in the pool. M is for Beasles from Lucas Abella. Owen P. Jones, Dazzle Days, Steve Abercrombie, Working Title. <laughs> That's a name. Uh, Morty from Poland with Willow Tree number one. And finally, Girasol? Girasol? Don the Tiger. So, uh, by the way, look at Sabella. I, 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 I too with him when, <laughs> in, uh, during his Justice Yeltsin period. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. I just, I just saw that you had him on the program three days ago. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Since November, I've been doing five shows a week, so I've had a chance to have a lot of people on. And what it is, uh, Adrian is like, well, one guy will tell me about another guy who knows another guy who knows another guy. You know, it's all about people, right? Connection, yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's very important. It's organic. It's not jive. You know, it's real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially uh, situations like nowadays. Uh, this uh, music's a lifeline, a real important, a real a strong of the connection. So, uh, how long do you stay in Barcelona? Because you, you're in Berlin now, right? Yeah, right now I live. I mean, since ten, 10 years, I'm living in Berlin. Uh, so yeah, I was playing in Barcelona from third, from I mean, from thirteen to thirty or something like this. Um, yeah. Very different environment. Well, well, what made you make? What made you decide to leave Barcelona and go to Berlin? Oh, Barcelona was kind of a uh, kind of a shithole for me. For me, like uh, at the end of my time there, like that. it was uh, a shithole. I, 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 I yeah, I felt like like it's the, kind of a strong the, word, right? <laughs> Yeah, the scene was was was. Are oh, you talking about the musical uh, scene? Oppressive. Huh? Yeah, the thing the thing was a bit oppressive for me somehow. I don't know why, but I felt like uh, I felt like this. Uh, I feel like bands there. They 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 don't. I mean, they are original. They have a lot of ideas, but somehow they don't want to keep on. Um, Working on this, and you know, like they 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 like keeping themselves amateur, but which is something that I also like. But um, somehow I felt like um, trapped into into I don't know into a conservative kind of uh, thinking somehow, and it's not that they don't. There's not good bands. There's a lot of good bands, a lot of ideas, a lot of tradition. Um, but somehow I feel like this kind of, uh, you know, the, 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 the people who want to just uh, uh, look outside too much maybe are not, 
well received somehow. Uh, and it was very difficult to, to organize concerts uh, at the time I left. It was kind of uh, steely, I think. Um, I don't know. Can I ask you, have you know uh, these Chile guys had a band in Barcelona called uh, Familia Miranda? Familia Miranda, yes, I know the name, but I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't know the band right now. Yeah, I got yeah. to be friends with these guys and play some gigs with them, but they, they're originally from Chile and they came over. Ah, uh, immigrant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 yeah, yeah. So when you went to Berlin, uh, much different music scene, right? Yeah, totally. Like uh, I've. Um, here in Berlin, uh, everything is more like, uh, of course, gray. <laughs> which oh, I don't the like, weather, the weather, but, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little less, less lively uh, somehow, but, but there's like more focus on experimental improvisation and things which could be a bit more harsh for the, for the southern listener. Um, which, for me, uh, it was also an education to come here to Berlin and see all these uh, really avant-garde concerts and so on. But at the same time, I, I started missing uh, the South. Oh, <laughs> Again, wow. You know, you cannot, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it has it, it, it cons and pros. And, uh, right, right. Things are not so simple. Every, They're not so simple. The... Yeah, pros and cons, right? Nuanced thing, uh, yeah. Here, I want to play uh, Quebranta Huesos.
Pedro Show. That was Don the Tiger with Quebranta Huesos. Quebranta Huesos. Yeah, difficult. <laughs> a little bit, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. And then and then I found some uh, bands that uh, recorded with my buddy Milo, who's uh, part of that Familia Miranda, and he's got a uh, mastering studio in a studio. And he's uh, recorded some stuff. Uh, this band, Nielsen, and a, a tune called With Stanley. And then Mechanica Classica with the Teslas. And then uh, this is from Seville, Sevilla. Uh, uh, Tiento Madeira. And uh, stand-up player Marco Sorato, bass man. Yeah. And Raul Cantizano. And uh, they just made a... Uh, improvised. And, uh, you know, Dee Boone was huge. A fan of flamenco music. And uh, here, uh, Marco... Marco's trippy, you know, he's from avant-garde stand-up, but he loves, uh, yeah, Slayer and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I love what he does. I love, oh, I you like know him. Yeah, yeah, he's an incredible cat. Uh, 
He's been I started the- getting in contact with him through Facebook, and then I, I really like his stuff. Yeah. Wow, you know, that might be an interesting collaboration. Yeah, I mean, actually, my next record, uh, it's just, it's mainly me singing and a, and a double bass playing, but I already... <laughs> I already recorded with another bass player. Okay. So. Yeah, but there's always time for next more records. No, no problem. <laughs> Down the yeah. road. Uh, from Thanks. Cleveland, we had yeah. Death of Samantha, Rosenberg Summer, then 151 Owl characters from John Wayne, and finally, Don the Tiger, La Salada. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, what, what what goes in your mind when it's time to do a record? What do you th- What are you thinking about? Well, what would Don the Tiger be like today? Uh, I just don't think about anything. I have like some kind of sound vision or something. Yeah, I don't know if, if it makes sense, sound vision. And I, I like to make music with sounds like that, sound vision. And then I start uh, working a lot, mainly listening to stuff and thinking like what I would not do probably and then i i also uh take a look at uh, um, images like uh painting stuff like that i read a lot and then everything comes slowly and uh yeah i i start recording like in improvisation like uh with anything i have at hand like uh, if it's a guitar, a guitar, if it's a MIDI instrument with a MIDI instrument. I use a lot of MIDI. And I ask, because I have a, a big old, uh, library of sounds, then I can just go to all these uh, very difficult to control sounds. I just play randomly and they give me ideas. So I, just, I think uh, the these processes, they give me ideas. Not, it's not that I have a very big imagination or a clear idea of uh, how I should sound, but everything that comes in front of me just enforces. Yeah, well, what, what, I, what I what I gather is like it doesn't have to be musical. It can be visual. It can be something you read, some literature. Yes, yeah, sure. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I use the same thing. Sometimes I'm afraid to be inspired by other musics because I'm afraid of copying. But if you copy or are inspired by a painting or a book, yeah, a little more difficult to copy. <laughs> yeah, but for, for example, for me, I think it's impossible not to copy somehow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, yeah, I always think that I, I trust that my fingerprints will will mess the whole thing you know like even if i try to do a i don't know whatever song like a, a butthole surfer song then i would mess it up just and i wouldn't know how to do it so i i trust my ineptness my not, uh, <laughs> to get your uh, fingerprints all over that's that's a great uh, concept i love it love it uh, yeah. we're at the end of the second hour April 2nd, 2021, Dishwap, Peter, show special guest, Adrian D'Alfonso. Hold tight, Don the Tiger. Hold tight for our three. April 2nd, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. Tus dientes, aprieta mi mano. 
Walk for Pedro Show. We start off the third hour. Don the Tiger. Labios. Tragic comedy after that with part four of After Hours Jam. Necronauts with Pissing on the Sun. Tommy Dahill out of Alaska with Counterculture Sentience. Tesseract. Concave. And finally, Don the Tiger with Tierdo Asatiado. Theodore. Sorry. Destroying people's languages. (laughs) Adrian, I'm I'm, I'm curious. You say that your next album, Double Bass. What what made you think of, man, I'm going to sing with a stand-up bass? Uh, Just nothing. I always loved the sound, the big sound of the double bass. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, somehow I wanted to, to, I mean, I, I made, I, I composed all these lines for, uh, for double bass, like based on loops of, uh, some sampling things I was, uh, gathering. Uh, so, um, and I made all these bass lines and I'm not a bass player, but I play guitar, but, uh, my bass playing is very strange, strange. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess maybe you know about this, you know, being a guitar play, player and just switching to bass. And, but well, you is, know, uh, you know, J- Jimi Hendrix played some bass and he did pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No Redden, uh, yeah, no Redden didn't play all the bass on that uh, stuff. Some of that's Jimmy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they're not total enemies. <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is that I have an idea of the double bass. Sure, it's sure, sure. Like, like, like uh, mythological or something like this. You know, I related to some kind of uh, sailor, sailor uh, sound, like marine uh, entity. Like, has something most to do with a boat or with a, you know? Ah, like yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Was it all pizzicato, or did you have him do arco? No. So. The, the lines I was composing, I was composing them, all of them pizzicato, because sure. I like this sound as, a lot. And I, I made this with MIDI, but I, when, when I came, when I met my, the, the, the double bass player, I'm, I'm playing with, uh, Mike Markovsky, a very fantastic, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Berlin, he lives in, in Berlin. And, uh, when I met him, he was playing in different ways. So, and I thought, wow, this is also fantastic. You know, I mean, so it's it's nice uh, to. I mean, one's uh, co- imagination can never reach where you know all these uh, other people's influences uh, directions show you. You know, like oh, I don't know if I explain myself, but. Uh, I could, I, if I was myself alone in the room, I would just decide, oh, just play pizzicato because I love this sound. Yeah. But showed me other ways which were amazing too. So. Well, well, I brought that up because Arco double bass, it can sound, give the, uh, for me, a feeling of being at sea on a boat, on a barque. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's okay. something about it, you know, you know, like the 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 vibration of the ocean, the 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 big fundamental. Totally, totally. And from anything, from the ska, old ska players till uh, the jazz players, of course, everything sounds like a boat to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right about that. Okay, let's play up. Agase usted cargo, Sir Henry. A little mix. <laughs>
サルカニ合戦昔昔あるところにサルとカニがいましたある日サルとカニはお天気が良いので連れ立って遊びに出かけましたその途中山道で猿は柿の種を拾いました。またしばらく行くと、今度は川のそばでカニはおむすびを拾いました。カニはこんなにいいものを拾ったと言って猿に見せますと、猿も私だってこんないいものを拾ったと言って柿の種を見せました。けれど猿は本当はおむすびが欲しくてたまらないものですからカニにどうだこの柿の種と取り替えっこをしないかと言いました。でもおむすびの方が大きいじゃないかとカニは言いました。でも柿の種をまけば芽が出て木になって美味しい実がなるよと猿は言いました。そう言われるとカニも種が欲しくなってそれもそうだなぁと言いながらとうとう大きなおむすびと小さな柿の種とを取り替えてしまいました。猿はうまくカニを騙しておむすびをもらうと見せびらかしながらうまそうにむしゃむしゃ食べてさようならカニさんごちそうさまと言って自分の家へ帰って行きました。カニは柿の種を早速庭に巻きました。そして、早く芽を出せ柿の種。出さぬとハサミでちょん切るぞと言いました。すると間もなく、かわいらしい目がにょきんと出ました。カニはその目に向かって毎日、早く木になれ柿の目よ、ならぬとハサミでちょん切るぞ、と言いました。すると柿の目はずんずん伸びて、大きな木になって、枝が出て、歯が茂って、やがて花が咲きました。カニは今度はその木に向かって、毎日早く実がなれ柿の木よ、ならぬとハサミでちょん切るぞ、と言いました。すると間もなく柿の木にはたくさん実がなって、ずんずん赤くなりました。
。それを下からカニは見上げて、うまそうだな。早く一つ食べてみたい。と言って手を伸ばしましたが、背位が低くって届きません。今度は木の上に登ろうとしましたが、横ばいですから、いくら登っても、登っても、落ちてしまいます。とうとうカニも諦めて、それでも毎日悔しそうに下から眺めていました。するとある日、猿が来て、鈴なりになっている柿を見上げて、よだれを垂らしました。そして、こんなに立派な実がなるなら、おむすびと取り替えっこするのではなかったと思いました。それを見てカニは、猿さん、眺めていないで、登って取ってくれないか、お礼に柿を少しあげるよ、と言いました。猿は、閉めた。と言わないばかりの顔をして、よしよし、取ってあげるから、待っておいで、と言いながら、スルスル木の上に登って行きました。そして、枝と枝との間に、ゆっくり腰をかけて、まず一つ、うまそうな赤い柿を思いで、わざと、どうだ、おいしい柿だ、と言いながら、むしゃむしゃ食べ始めました。カニは、羨ましそうに、下で眺めていましたが、おいおい、自分ばかり食べてないで、早くここへも放っておくれよ、と言いますと、猿は、よしよし、と言いながら、わざと青い柿を思いで放り投げました。カニが慌てて拾って食べてみますと、それは渋くって口が曲がりそうでした。カニが、これこれ、こんな渋いのはダメだよ。もっと甘いのを送れよ。と言いますと、猿は、よしよし、と言いながら、もっと青いの思いで放りました。カニが、今度もやっぱり渋くてダメだ。本当に甘いのを送れよ、と言いますと、猿は、うるさそうに、よし、それならこれをやる。と言いながら、一番青い硬いのを思いで、見上げて待っているカニの頭をめがけて、力いっぱい投げつけますと、カニは、ああ、と言ったなり、ひどく甲羅を打たれて、目を回して、死んでしまいました。猿は、ざまあみろと言いながら、今度こそ
甘い柿を独り占めにして、お腹の破れるほどたくさん食べて、その上、両手に抱えきれないほど持って、後を見ずに、どんどん逃げていってしまいました。サールが行ってしまった後へ、その時ちょうど、裏の小川へ、友達と遊びに行っていた小ガニが帰ってきました。見ると柿の木の下に親ガニが甲羅を砕かれて死んでいます。小ガニはびっくりしておいおい泣き出しました。泣きながら一体誰がこんなひどいことをしたのだろう。と思ってよく見ますと、さっきまであれほど見事になっていた柿がきれいになくなって、青い青い渋柿ばかりが残っていました。これは猿のやつが殺して柿を取っていったのだな、と小ガニは悔しがって、またおいおい泣き出しました。するとそこへ栗がポンと跳ねてきて、カニさん、カニさん、なぜ泣くのと聞きました。小ガニは猿が親ガニを殺したから仇を打ちたいと言いますと、栗は憎い猿だ、よしよし、おじさんが仇を取ってやるからお泣きでないと言いました。それでも小ガニは泣いていますと、今度は蜂がブーンとうなってきて、カニさん、カニさん、なぜ泣くのと聞きました。小ガニは猿が親ガニを殺したから仇を打ちたいと言いました。するとハチも、憎い猿だ。よしよし、おじさんが仇を取ってやるからお泣きでないと言いました。それでも小ガニがまだ泣いていますと、今度は、昆布がのろのろ滑ってきて、カニさん、カニさん、なぜ泣くのと聞きました。小ガニは、猿が親ガニを殺したから、仇を打ちたいと言いました。すると昆布も、憎い猿だ。よしよし、おじさんが、仇を取ってやるから、お泣きでない、と言いました。それでも小ガニがまだ泣いていますと、今度はウスがコロコロ転がってきて、カニさん、カニさん、なぜ泣くのと聞きました。小ガニは、猿が親ガニを殺したから、仇を打ちたいと言いました。
すると臼も、憎い猿だ。よしよし、おじさんが、敵を取ってやるから、お泣きでない、と言いました。小ガニは、これで、すっかり泣きやみました。栗と、蜂と、昆布と、うすはみんなよって敵討ちの相談を始めました。相談がやっとまとまると、うすと昆布と蜂と栗は小ガニを連れて猿の家へ出かけていきました。猿はたくさん柿を食べてお腹が苦しくなって腹ごなしに山へでも遊びに行ったと見えてうちにはいませんでした。ちょうどいい。この間にみんなでうちの中に隠れて待っていよう。とうすが言いますとみんなは賛成して一番に栗が、私はここに隠れよう、と言って、炉の灰の中に潜り込みました。私はここだよ、と言いながら、蜂は水亀の影に隠れました。私はここさ、と昆布は敷居の上に、長々と寝そべりました。じゃあ、私はここに乗っていよう、とうすは言って、かもいの上に這い上がりました。夕方になって、猿はくたびれて、外から帰ってきました。そして、炉端にどっかり座り込んで、ああ、喉が渇いた、と言いながら、いきなり夜間に手をかけますと、肺の中に隠れていた栗が、ポンと跳ね出して、飛び上がって、猿の鼻面に力任せにぶつかりました。暑い、と猿は叫んで、慌てて鼻面を押さえて台所へ駆け出しました。そして、火傷を冷やそうと思って水亀の上に顔を出しますと、影から蜂がブーンと飛び出して猿の目の上を嫌というほど刺しました。痛い。と猿は叫んで、慌てて表へ逃げ出しました。逃げ出す拍子に、敷居の上に寝ていた昆布で、つるりと滑って、うつ伏せに倒れました。その上に薄が、どさりと転げ落ちて、うんとこしょうとおもしになってしまいました。猿は赤い顔をありったけ赤くし
て、苦しがって、うんうんうなりながら、手足をバタバタさせていました。その時、庭の隅から、小ガニがちょろちょろ這い出してきて、親の仇、覚えたか、と言いながら、ハサミを振り上げて、猿の首をハサミでチョキンと挟みました。
Life for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. A casa usted cargo, Sir Henry, from Don the Tiger. Then we had Few, Few son out of Japan. She's a, this is called Sarukane Gase. And it's a, a, yeah, an old story, folk, folk tale. Uh, the monkey and the crab. There's something about the voice. I mean, I love the way Andrea used uh, Adrian. Fuck. If I tell Andrea. Uh, I love the way you use voice. You know, there's something about the The voice is an instrument too, you know. Just as much as a bass. Just as much as a guitar tape recorder. Finally, Don the uh, Tiger with uh, Cantos Al Oral Mag Maguante. Uh, and uh, and I like this idea you got, you know, everything is device to realize the peace. That, that, to me, that's really open-minded. Uh, we get trapped in, uh, like, these roles. In, uh, how real are these roles, these little uh, assignments that we give stuff to try to express ourselves? I mean, why shouldn't we let the freak flag fly like you do? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, so thank you so much for being inspired. Where can people find you on the internet? Sorry, sorry, I didn't listen to that. Where where can people find you on the internet? I'm sorry. Where? where? Yeah, like website uh, or something have, like this. I, I, yeah, I don't retire. I have a band camp on Spotify on the thing. Yeah. So you hear that, people? Uh, the Don the Tiger, one word, dot .bandcamp .com. You Go there, and he's got a lot of music. It's, it's fucking happening. Very beautiful. Uh, do you have a title for this new record yet? I think so, but it's a secret. I mean, it's... Oh, okay, uh, okay. If it's a secret, uh, we keep it secret. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about it. It, it has a lot to do with, uh, with the land where my girlfriend comes. Maria, but uh, let's see if it happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. And uh, and uh, it, it was just you and Michael, the the the, the bass man on this record. No, it's it's me and Mike Markowski, yeah. and then uh, my uh, Andy Thatcher, the the guy was. Oh, the drummer that, man. Yeah. Yeah, the the drummer man. He's playing also some really nice uh, percussion, like very um, with with all the uh, traditional instruments uh, he he made and he gathered around. And also, I have a choir of three persons singing with me. Ah, like choir. Yeah, like two guys and one girl. Sure, sure. And, um, what else do I have? I have a tap dancer, flamenco dancer. Like, ah, do you record the, uh, yeah. the, the, yeah, yeah. You know, I, there was a band when I was a teenager called Carmen out of Spain. And th they had a lady who danced and they, they put a microphone on the, on the board she danced on. And that was part of the percussion. Exactly. I was, I was using a lot of contact mics and also a lot of micing to, to record her. Actually, she's, she's, she normally uh, tap dances as uh, flamenco, a dancer, but uh, I make her play very low because uh, of the neighbor. <laughs> and uh, the kind, yeah, the kind of. Tap, 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third kind of tap dancing is it's really uh, strange. It's not the the one you would imagine, but it's inspired in flamenco, but not so. Uh, okay. Well, you know what I lo- you know I saw some real flamenco in Seville, Seville, Sevilla, and 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 uh, yeah, it's not like that corny stuff. In fact, a lot of it was with the hand clapping too. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, a lot of rhythm, and uh, and also, of course, uh, uh, Spanish Moorish, but there's Gypsy too. Yeah, 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 yeah. very interesting I, mixture. It, yeah, and kind of uh, like it, in, I, I not, really love. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, I'm, I'm really starting to 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 get to know more about flamenco because it's not my tradition. It's more from the south of Spain. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I found it really, really inspirational. And actually, this new record I'm making it's uh, it's heavily inspired on how they they create space with all these uh, these three elements, like the clapping, yeah. the stomping, and the voice, and sometimes, sometimes, of course, instruments like mainly guitar. But for me, what what is important is is it's this sacred space they create, and also yeah, even the, yeah. the the cheering of the of the audience. Sure, and, absolutely. Uh, you know what I what I got a feeling like, it was kind of a Spanish ver- version of the blues. Exactly. Yeah. Not, that's, not, that's not U.S. What, I'm not talking U.S. blues, but like an indigenous Spanish blues. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it comes from the same place actually. It's like. Uh, yeah, pain and uh, hollering, suffering. I don't know, but um, oh yeah, this guy—he yeah, was singing about his uh, Cordoba town, and he had his palms pointed towards the sky and looking at the up while he was singing uh, with all his heart. It was really emotional. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. I mean, it's, it's such a such a sound world. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it, and. Uh, and, and thanks so much, and I'd like you to come back on the show, man, and talk about it. That would be great. It would be a pleasure. It would be a pleasure. Okay, thanks, big, thanks, big honor thanks. to have you aboard. Uh, please keep on keeping on, Adrian, please. Okay. <laughs> okay. People, it's been uh, April 2, 2021 edition. What? Peter Show. Keep powdered up.